Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. Exodus 32, it says, And the Lord said to Moses, Go down for your people whom you brought out out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way I commanded them. They have made for themselves golden calf and have worshipped it in sacrifice and said, This this is all this is this is all this this all your gods, O Israel, you brought who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, This is this is what it says to Moses, I have seen this, I have seen these people, and behold, it is stiff necked people, they're a bunch of rebellious people. Now therefore, watch that word, watch that, watch that word. He said, Now therefore, let me alone. God said, Moses, give me a break. Get up, give me my space. Give me my space. You need to leave me alone. Stop bothering me over this. God is talking to a human being. He's telling a human being, leave me alone. This is a human frail. This is a God of universe telling somebody, a human being, leave me alone. Get out of my face. I need my time to make a decision. You, you get out my vicinity. You get out my, my, my space. I need to make this decision right now because I'm, I'm furious. I'm about to beat some people up. You know, when I was a kid, my dad, sometimes he gets mad. He pulled the bell and my mom said, please, please, don't. Uh, that's it. Don't touch me, woman. <laughs> Let me lay the wrath of God on him. Uh, but it's the same thing here in this passage. We see God say, move out the way. Let me, let me deal with this thing. Now, therefore, let me alone. Let my wrath be burned against them, so I may consume them. In order that I may, that I may make a great nation of you. But Moses, there you go. But Moses stand in the gap. This is the prayer of Moses. This is Moses talking to God. But Moses says, Moses implore Lord and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn not against your people, whom you have brought out the land of Egypt with great power and with mighty hand? While should the Egyptians said, with evil intent did he bring them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from, from the face of the earth. Moses says, turn from your burning anger and relent from this disaster against your people. This is where the power, this is, this is the key. You see, Moses is talking, he's talking. And this is where he threw that wrench. This is where the prayer shift. You see, I'm teaching, today we're going to teach prayer 101. This is where the prayer shift. Moses is, is complaining, he's whining, but he needs something to stand on because he's in the court of heaven. He needs legality. He needs something to stand on. He can't just give his own, because his own opinion doesn't matter. His own word doesn't matter. He has to say something that can connect with God, so God says, okay, I'll let it go. I can't do this anymore. He says, remember what you said. And, 
in, in, in one of the passages, he put quote unquote this because he's quoting, he's quoting something God said to Abraham. He says, remember what you said to Abraham and Isaac and Israel, your servant to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, quote, our will. This is, he says, this is, what you, this is what your word says. This is what your word says. This is not me. You can't, I know you want to change your mind now. I, want you, I, I know you want to bring judgment, but this is what your word says. He says, I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I promise, I'll give to you your offspring, and they shall inherit forever. And the Lord, after Moses threw that word out, he prayed a scripture. God said, oh, Moses, you're really smart. And the Lord relented. Watch that word. And the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. Let's bow it. Father, I will say thank you today for your grace. But I'm asking you that you, that you help us. Lord, we ban any distraction in this house. We ban any distraction in this room. We ban any distraction in this place. Lord, we're asking that you, you help us to see why we should pray the scriptures. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This morning I want to talk about the reason that how should we pray, prayer 101. Back to school of prayer. How should we pray? We're going to go to details. Get your pen and write it. Because we're teaching you guys how to pray so you don't pray crazy. You don't just pray uh, out of nowhere. You're not making sense. Because some of you don't know how to pray. Some of you just, you, you just open your mouth. You just pray. But prayer has a way you have to pray. There's a, there's a certain ways you have to pray for God to hear your prayers. And this morning, one of the characters we're going to look, look at is, is, is the prayer of Moses. Are you here, class? Are you here, class? I know it's the first day of class, but are you here? Take notes. But for God was mad at those people. He wanted to destroy them because they did something bad. They had a, they had a, they had a, they had a mass orgy. That's what they did. They were sleeping around and they were sacrificing animals. And God had his right to be mad. After God did everything he, he done for those people, set them free from captivity, from slavery. And, and that's what they did. They went and worshiped a golden calf. God was furious. He was mad. You can blame it because they broke the law. They broke everything they said they were not supposed to do. They, they insult God and they hurt him. And God was mad because God has feelings too. You don't think God has feelings? God, 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 God he, is, he's, he has love and he got, get, God gets angry too. You know, what do you think you, we get those emotions? God, we get it from God. You know, God was mad. He was angry after he did. He has done all this stuff. And God said, this is it. I'm going to shut them down. This is it. I'm going to send fires. I'm going to send angels to destroy those people. Is I'm done with them. And then here's Moses because Moses, here's Moses after Moses heard that. And Moses said, man, God, you can't do this. God, show mercy to those people. God, what will people say? Because Moses was care about the renown of God. He was care about God's popularity. He was care of, of what God, of what get it. And then he started talking. He started talking. He said, God, you can't do this, God. You can't do this. But even that God hasn't said anything because God still make up his mind. 
but it was until Moses used the scriptures he used the promises of God and, the, and he, he, he took the scripture he, he quote the scripture to God said God this is what you said you, God, you can't, you can't go over your word because you said it in your word. This is what your promise says. You said you will, you will do this. You will not destroy. You make that promise. If you see it, you put it in quote. He said, this is what you said. So what I'm trying to tell you this morning, when you come to pray, don't just pray your own words. Find the scripture, find the promises of God and use it to stand on his promises to stand before God. Oh, you get it this this morning. There are 15 things that this morning I don't have time to go all over thing. I'm going to try. But one of the first reasons you should pray the scripture, because as human beings, your minds are corrupted. What do I mean by that? You don't understand God. Uh, and sometimes our desires are messed up because we are human beings. We can't think straight. Sometimes we have the wrong desire and, and we praying the wrong thing because we have the wrong, you know, you want to be a millionaire so you can show off. Yeah, you want to be rich, you want to have a big house so you can look down on people. That's, that's, that's how meant, that's how sometimes our mind think. But if you pray, because our mind is so messed up, we will pray the wrong things. And that's why it's important that we pray the scripture. It says, for, for, for we, do not, we do not have to pray. No matter how spiritual we become, we're unable to see things clearly. Because we are, we, we are in the flesh. We don't know what to say. We don't know what to pray. This is what the Bible says. This is what it says. In, and this is what it says in, 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 in Romans. He said, we don't know what to say sometimes. Because our minds corrupted. That's why it's important you use the scriptures to pray and ask God. The second thing that you should pray the scripture, the reason you need to find a passage when you pray is because, because God's ways is different than always. This is what it says. He says, Isaiah 55 says, for my thought or not your thought, neither or your ways or my ways, says God. God said, you don't think the same way. You think to a different level. That's why you need to find the scripture to pray. You find a, a verse. You find a promise to pray because God doesn't think the way we think. Are you getting this this morning, church? Class, are you getting this? The reason, third reason, the reason you should pray the scriptures is because, is because the Bible says, James 4 verse 3 that you, you, he says, this is what he said. You say, you ask and you receive not because you miss the whole point. This is what James said. You, you pray, you ask, but you don't receive anything because you miss the whole point. The reason you're praying, you, you don't have the reason why you're praying. You're just praying, you're just shooting all over the place. You don't have a target what you're praying for. You just like, you know, they say uh, between, between uh, Jason Bourne and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, Jason Bourne, has, he's a sniper. He took the gun, he shoots you one time, Choop, he finished, you know, he's done, and he took his gun, he leaves. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger take a big old M16, destroy the whole house, da, 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 and then everything's destroyed, and he doesn't kill nobody, you know. <laughs> but you get, you, you get what I'm trying to say this morning. Because when, when you pray, you need to know what you're praying for. You need to know what you're asking for. You need to have a target what you're trying to aim at. Because if, you, if, you, if you're not praying with the scripture, you're going to try to eat everything. You know, you need to have a list. You know what you're praying for. You need to have a scripture. Say, I need to find something in the Bible that talks about that. So when I'm praying, I'm not praying all over the place. Number four, praying the scripture when you pray, you pray the scripture, 
it helps you to cover every place you don't miss any place that you're praying because sometimes that's why on Saturday morning we use the Lord's Prayer you know why one of the things is it's a model and one of the reasons we pray the Lord's Scripture is for us not to miss certain places you know because when you're not praying the Lord's Prayer you you can pray for just one thing and you're not praying for this and you pray your own things you're not praying what God's want you pray and give us this daily bread, but you're not honoring God. You're praying for forgiveness, but you're not praying for give us this daily bread. So it is important that you find the scripture, you use the Lord's prayer as an outline so you don't miss things. Because some of you just pray, you miss that you just pray for one thing. And you don't ask God for forgiveness. How do you expect you're going to receive things if you don't ask God for forgiveness? Yeah, I know some of you think you're angel, you don't sin, you got it together, you got wings, you fly, you know, that's what you tell your spouse, I'm an angel, you never wrong, he's always, he's always wrong, she's always right, you know, but you wrong sometimes, I'm going to say you wrong sometimes, you're, you're a human being, somebody say amen. amen, don't look at your spouse, don't look at your spouse, <laughs> I've got to keep my head straight, I'm not looking here, <laughs> Jill, keep your head straight, <laughs> don't look at Scotty. <laughs> Keep your eyes on me. Keep your, Shana, keep your eyes on me. Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. When you, don't pray, when you pray the scripture, if you go to the Lord's Prayer, it, co- it covers every important place in your life. Forgiveness, protection, your daily needs. Because when you don't pray the Lord's Prayer, you leave important place in your life. That's why it's important that you pray the scripture. You find God's way and you pray it. Are you getting this this morning, church? The, the fourth, fifth reason you pray the scripture is for divine guidance. You pray the scripture because it allows you to seek God's guidance directly from his word. And it aligns your desire with his will. This is what it says in, in, in Psalms 119.105. He said, your word is a lamp into my, into what? And a light to my path. So what does that mean? So when I, if I'm praying this. You know, I, I, I'm asking God for direction. I say, God, this is what you said in your word. You say, your word is a lamp to my feet and a lamp to my path. Lord, I need direction in this situation. You don't just pray what's coming to your mind. You pray the scripture because God listens when you speak his word. Are you getting this this morning? Uh, sixth reason, the sixth, sixth thing. You, you pray the scripture because when you pray the scripture, when you pray the word of God, when you, when you, when you find the word, what it says, and you pray it, it brings faith to you. When you're reading it, and you're reading it, and you see these promises, and you stop praying it, because the Bible says, while you're reading it, it says, it says, this is what it says, for faith, what, what is faith? For the promises of God are yes and amen to the glory of God. You pray those things, you pray, you find it, you stand on those words. You pray the scriptures, you find, you find scriptures in the Bible because, because, because especially us here, we, we, we're finding things, if you didn't know that. Oh, we're finding all hell in this place, if you don't know that. And if you're watching some you crazy people who put stuff on, 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 on the lane here, we pray that you, you ask God for forgiveness because we're all praying. Your foolishness, stupidity. We're praying for you to get saved. Amen. 
we're not stopping. You thought we're not, we not going to see it. We saw it, right? Lord told us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. You know, speak to us. Hallelujah. This is what it says. It says, it says you pray the scripture. By praying the scripture, you, you take God's word as a powerful weapon against the enemy. You know, we were doing a deliverance. A couple of times we do deliverance and we can't get nothing out. You know, we pray, we pray nothing out. And I, said, I will tell Father, like, grab me revelation. Stop reading revelation loud. I said, grab it. I learned it from my dad because sometimes you're casting out demons and they can't, they can't leave. You know, you pray, you pray. He said, just, he said, Father, like, just get the, you know, it was the last week we did this, right? I said, get the Bible. Stop reading revelation. And then, you know, we're casting out, we pray, we say, come out. And then we start reading revelation. This is what's going to happen to you, Satan, in the last days. God will send an angel. From, from top, a mighty angel. Nobody know the name of that dude, but this dude is so powerful. They said he came down. He came down and grabbed Satan. And then we start reading those passages. And then that demon said, ah, ah, leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> because we're using God's word against him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the enemy stand against you, it's not time for you to pull your TikTok, Facebook, try to find something. When you under attack spiritual attack you don't know what to do pull the word of god hallelujah and start reading it loud because the devil cannot hear it oh i said the devil cannot hear it that's what you need this morning if you're tormented in your mind you can't sleep at night let me tell you put the bible on repeat put the bible on repeat i do do that all the time you put the bible on repeat at night to give you peace in your mind somebody say amen oh somebody say amen Somebody say amen. amen. You take the sword and you stab it into the enemy's throat. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You use God's word. He said, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. If you need faith this morning, you pray the scripture. What I'm trying to tell you this morning, don't try to pray your own word. Find the scripture to pray. He says, going in faith. If you want your faith to grow, pray the scripture. Because while you're praying the scriptures, it de- we, you start declaring, you're praying the, the passages, you're declaring God's promises. You know, you start praying the, you're praying the passages. And next thing you know, you, know, you start believe that, oh, I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Lord, you say in your word, I can do this. Lord, you say in your word. If this is what you said, I can do it because those spirit lives in me. I don't know what you're facing today, what circumstances you're facing today. If it's a class, you cannot pass. If a, a situation, you, can, you don't know what to do. Find the scripture and say, God, I know what you say in your word. I can do all things through Christ. I can do this. I can do pass this test. I can go through that situation because that's what your word said. Because you live inside of me. You stop praying the scripture. Somebody say amen. Oh, somebody say amen this morning. Hallelujah. You pray the scripture. Not only you pray the scripture for faith, because when you're praying the scripture, the Bible says faith come by what? Faith come by what? And hearing the word of God. And some of you need another dose of faith this morning for 20. We are, we're, we're second quarter. We almost finished the 2023. Some of you need another dosage of faith to believe God for your family. 
oh, I know, I know it looks impossible. I know things doesn't make sense. I know things looks gloomy. I know with your own eyes, it doesn't line up. I know the circumstances, that sickness, it doesn't line up. That problem doesn't line up. It doesn't make sense. But when you start, you stay on the word. You start speaking the word to yourself. You declare it. You say, God, I'm going to stand on what you said no matter what. I know that kid is having fun. I know they're partying, but I'm going to stand on your word. I don't know how you're going to bring them home, but I'm going to stand because you said in your word, me and my house. Oh. You see, some of you don't, you see, you see, that's the problem. Some of you don't believe. You stand on the promises, doesn't matter what, because I'm here today because of promises of God. My dad stand on those promises. My parents stand on the promises, even though when I tried to run away. <laughs> and then my dad, he's praying and prayer chasing me. <laughs> I'm in the club, the prayer is chasing me. He said, you can't be here. You got to go back home. Yeah, I feel convicted. I said, I can't be here. I got to go home. My heart stopped beating. My dad's at home. And I, I sneak out, go, trying to go party, and I'm there. Everybody's dancing, and I'm standing there. And then something in my mouth said, ooh, I can't be here. I can't be here. I can't be here. I just stay for five minutes. I said, I got to go home. I can't stay here. I can't stay. I don't feel, I feel convicted. You know, it was, my dad wasn't there. It was prayer. He said those prayers. The prayer arrested me. He said, you got to come back home, James. You can't stay here. This is not a place for you to be. That's what you need to do this morning. I don't know where that child is this morning. I don't know what they're doing this morning. This is for somebody this morning. But I'm saying to you this morning, stand on the word of God. Stand on his promises. You keep speaking faith. You keep believing God. You say, God, I'm not going to give up on them. It's because you said me and my house shall serve God. You better believe this this morning. I will not be here this morning if my parents were not praying. And some of you will not be here this morning if somebody were not praying. I'm telling you this morning, you, mom, dad, it's time to rise up. Come on, rise up and stop praying. If you used to pray one time, pray two times. Still believe God for that kid's salvation this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. You pray the scripture because it helps to transform your mind. When you pray the scripture, it helps to conform your mind to God's perspective. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. This is how you pray this, because I pray this a lot in my life. Let me give you an example. I will say, God, transform me. Lord, I'm asking, renew my mind. Let my mind be renewed. Don't let my mind be trapped with what the world is showing, God. Renew my mind. This is what you said, oh God. You said you would do it. Lord, I'm asking, I want to live in your perfect will. I don't want to step out of your will. Lord, I'm asking this morning, this morning, Lord, I, I don't want to step out of God's will because it's a disaster when you step out of God's will. And that's what you pray in that scripture. Somebody say amen. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Somebody say amen. You pray the scriptures. I'm going to skip this. You're going to pray the scriptures. Verse 12, it says, it says, pray the scripture because he invite God's healing and restoration into your life. This is what he says in Psalms 107, verse 20. 20 he said, this is what he says. It's, oh, stand on this word. This is a powerful word. Stand on this word. The word of God is, is, is so powerful. So many times you hear people get healed just because by listening to God's word. 
John Hagee has a series of tape of healing tapes. You just put those healing scriptures and people sleep with them and they, they, just, they just listen to them and, and, and healing start happening because the word is powerful. He said his word and he healed them and he delivered them from their what? From their destructions. He says, not only we pray the scripture for healing, we pray the scriptures for to transform our life, transform our speech. Because let me tell you, some of you have some nasty mouth. Some of you are nasty. You, you blink in the blank, 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 and you cut people so fast. It's like, fuck. They open your mouth, you always, always have an answer. No, no, no grace. You quickly have an answer. Sometimes you just need to pause and don't say anything. Some of you, some of you in the highway, please don't put no church logo on your car, please, if you're cussing people, if you're giving people fingers. <laughs> please. <laughs> please don't do that. You see that guy on, they, they, on, on social media that's breaking people's mirror? I said, thank God I don't know that guy. <laughs> It's a, it's a father probably. It's a guy, he has a temporary issue. He's just trying to break that mirror. You know, everybody's making fun of him. But, but some of you spouse, you need God to touch your mouth because you cut your spouse so fast. You cut them. Always have an answer. Sometimes you just need to let things go if you want this marriage to succeed. Just let it go. You don't have to have an answer. Just, okay, fine. Let them win this battle. Just let, can you please do that? I promise if you do that next week, the house will be calm. Just let them win. Just let them win. Okay, I'll let you win this thing. I'll, you don't have to have an answer. <laughs> She's laughing. She does. <laughs> don't look at your spouse. Please don't look at your spouse. Don't look at your spouse. Scott, keep, keep, look, look at me. Don't look at you. <laughs> Jerry, I know you back there. <laughs> I was going to fight with Jerry first time I come here. Jerry, Jerry cut me. I said, dude, what did I say to you? Lord changed him all the past three years. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> His wife tell on him all the time. But when you pray the scripture, it helps to control. You say, let the word of my mouth. Let's do that verse. Let's do that verse. You say, let the word of my mouth. Let the word of my mouth be, 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 be. What I'm speaking this morning, is it acceptable to God? Some of you cutting people down, talking bad about people all the time. You don't have nothing good to say about people. It's a sin. You didn't know that. I know the church don't talk about that. But when I was growing up, they say, if you keep talking bad about people, you don't have nothing good to say. It's a sin. You didn't know that. Oh, the 21st century. If you talk beyond people's back, it's not something good. It's a sin. How do you, how you say that word in English? Kalo, kalo Something like that. I don't, I don't know how to say it in English, but there's a word in the Bible that said, you, you, you throw rocks. When, when you're speaking bad, you're throwing rocks at them. That's what it means. You know, let the word of my mouth. I'm telling you, your mouth is the biggest thing. You see your deliverance and your healing and your breakthrough and your freedom the Holy Ghost, the presence of God is all connected here. I'm telling you this. Start talking, stop cussing, stop saying bad things. You see what happened. Oh, the Spirit of God, move away. Stop worshiping, see what happened. Walk to your house and oh, oh, just do it at your house. You'll see what happened. 
to worship you only. You're cleaning the dishes. You're doing the laundry. To worship you, I live, I live. To worship you. You're floating the clothes. To worship you, I live. Oh, hallelujah. That's how my dad mom used to do it. Well, she's like, she's like, she's like, She knows her the speech is important. The whole house changed when you start. She's cooking. She, you know, she's flipping the, the spaghetti. We eat a lot of spaghetti in Haiti. She's cooking spaghetti. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live, I live. To worship you. Oh, we worship you, Father. I praise you, Father. I thank you for those child. Lord, I'm asking you to open doors for us. We don't know what to do. And she's praying. The word is acceptable to God because the environment is, is, is connected to what she's saying. She don't have time to be cussing people, talking bad about somebody else. You know, driving to uh, 85. I live to worship you. I live, I live to worship you. Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do, Father. I know you're going to take care of this problem. I know you can take care of the child. I know you can open doors for me, Lord. I know you're going to provide, Lord. Lord, I'm on my way for that, for that job, for that, for that interview. I know you're going to open doors to worship you. I live to worship you. I live, I live. To worship you. Because, because remember, while you're worshiping, somebody else coming with you. So you walk into the job, you're not walking by yourself. And when you're about to ask you a question, but because you've been in that worship mode, ah, hallelujah, I feel something just shipping this out. My goodness. Oh, hallelujah. Because you're worshiping, you're worshiping, you're worshiping. Oh, some of you this morning. When you walk to your house, start worshiping right now. In that situation you're facing, you don't know what to say. I was going through some stuff a couple of weeks ago. I, I didn't know what to say. I just start worshiping. I said, God, I don't know what to do. Oh, I just worship him. Hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand. Let's sing, Let's sing it. To worship you, I live, I live to worship you. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live, I live to worship. You're holding that baby, you're prophesying over him. <laughs> mm. To worship you, I live, to worship you, I live, I live to worship you. You broke, you raise your wallet. You know, say, God, you know what? I don't know, I can't pay the bills. You raise it. <laughs> I live to worship you. I live. Oh, that child picture, that kids who run away from God, raise it, raise it up. You know, you just raise it. When you walk in the house, you just raise your hand. To worship you, I live. 
Some of you are going to some hard time right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Oh, let, let this word, let, 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 let this thing, let the speech, 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 let the speech of my life. Let everything I'm saying, let everything I'm saying, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, let your speech this morning, your speech, your speech, your mouth is the holy, it's the biggest thing that's holding you back. Your speech, your speech, your speech. Some of you need to wash your mouth with soap, like my parents used to tell me, you know, because your speech, your mouth, you need to give your mouth to God. If you don't have nothing good to say, if you don't have nothing good to say about somebody else, you better teach your kid those things. You know what? Walk to their room. When you go home tonight, wherever they used to sleep. Parents, walk to their room. Lands on the on the pillow. Put a worship song there, start worshiping. Start worshiping him. Come on, let's let's stand up off you. I don't need to finish this sermon. I feel God is here. Come on, let's raise your hand right now. Come on. Hallelujah. I want to raise your hand right now. Hallelujah. Some of you are in the bottle this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mom and Dad, worship, worship in your house. Worship in your house, the word of your mouth. You're speaking the word. You're speaking the word. You turn it to a song because worship is the word of God. Some, some worship, not all of them. Some of them is just like, but you turn those, you turn those passages into worship. You know, my wife, you sing that song all the time. She, she, she sing it to the kids all the time. My a lamp unto my feet and a unto my path. She'll be holding the baby and she sing that song.
See, the word's going to give you direction to God. You see, the computer here, if you break it down, there's no, there's no language. It's, it's not the same language that it speaks to us. It's data, it's, it's formulas. You know, when you send a signal between a cell phone with a cell phone, there's no word. It's just, it's just certain data, coded data, that the phone is able to receive the message because, because it's, it's, it's connected. Um, two cell phones, they receive message because there's a certain code that that cell phone is able to receive because that cell phone was designed to receive that kind of code. They will not receive any other code. It has to receive that, that certain, the certain code that's the only thing he can receive that message. He can't receive another code. You see, for me to call Haiti, I have to put 001. I can have the same number on my phone, but until I put that 001 in front of that big shit, uh, 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 before, I put, before I put that number before that big number, it will not go to Haiti. I have to put 001 for, for, for that number to go through the satellite they have at home. You getting this what I'm trying to say? You know, if you have to call England, you have to put 0012 and front that big number for me to connect to that region in England to talk to them. I can have the whole number there. Everything's fine. But until I have that three digits code and front that number, it will not receive the message. So what I'm trying to tell you this morning, God has a certain code. You can speak as much as you want to. You, 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 you say whatever you want to. That's what happened to Moses. Moses understood that, oh, me complaining, say, God saved this nation. God said, I'm going to do it. But the moment Moses realized there's a coded message, and he typed it, the code, he said, zero, zero, this is a promise. Tick, 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 tick. And then, say, God, and then, and then the message go through. The message passing through. It's like there's a door that's been opened so that message can flow through. So your prayers for it to go through to the Father, your, you, you can't have a lot of requests. You can't have a lot of prayers. You can't have a lot of things. You can't have a lot of requests. They're good, they're good stuff. They're good stuff. But God said, I'm not going to listen to your opinions if you don't use... my code. Oh, what a great privilege God has given us this morning. The promises of God, the verses are coded, are coded to heaven, to the heart of the Father. This morning, I'm telling you, use the code. Use the code. Use the code. Use the code for your family. Use the code for your kids. Use the code for, for whatever you're going through this morning. Because God can't hear it from you. Your opinion doesn't matter.